I think we're moving into a generation now where values will play an important role in everything that we do. The decisions that we make are absolutely driven by the values of the companies that you're buying stuff off or doing things with. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down where we're going. You won't need to bring your frown. A simple conversation can have the power to spark a fundamental change in our way of thinking. I know firsthand the impact that a few brief moments in our lives can go on to have. That's why each week I share with you my very own light bulb moments that I've had throughout my own life after speaking to some incredible founders and creatives. These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all of our lives. Dave Bonaguidi is one of my favourite ever artists, but also people on this planet. I met with Dave for the first time back in 2018, where he bared all on his inspirational, but at points turbulent business journey so far. However, the moment that has forever stuck with me was when Dave told me about the period following his split from then business partner and the fundamental reason why his values have played such a huge role in the life choices he's made. I remember one of the things that really drove me was when I split with Narish was a kind of personal thing of, God, you know, that just cost us quite a lot of money to pay somebody out. Um, and now I've got to really make it worth it. And you get serious and you get focused, but also well, everything's you... everything's on your shoulders. Yeah, now. but also you get driven and you sort of think, you know what, I'm going to... This is a good chance to do something maybe the way I would have liked to have done it in the first place. And did that for... And then until 20, 2012, 2011, and then we'd, we would, we'd done pretty well. You know, we got up to about 80 people. We'd um, got some really good business. We were doing some good work. And then uh, VC came in and, and said it was, and it was quite a weird one because normally what happens is when, you, when you're doing well as an agency, Martin Sorrell comes in, who's you know, obviously one of the owners of the bigger group, was one of the owners of the bigger groups, and they come in and they just acquire you and then they give you an earn out and five years later you piss off someone in Norfolk. And... Um, but VC came in and said, we'd like to invest in you and help turn you into a, a, a bigger group so that they can compete with some of the really big groups. But because you've got an interesting culture and an interesting approach, um, you know, obviously based on karma and good works and doing the right thing for our clients, that's pretty refreshing for an advertising uh, for a business like advertising that is morally and institutionally corrupt. And so it was kind of, it was exciting. And they were going to give us a chance to play on a bigger playing field. And, uh, and so they gave us a chance to express ourselves a little bit more. But by the time that happened, I was kind of like, this is no longer any company that I really want to be part of. And, but I took it really, really personally. We, we suddenly had to merge with a company that was considerably bigger than us. And um, I suddenly found myself sitting in board meetings with 50 people of which I probably wanted a smash in the face, maybe 48 of them. And uh, I just thought, I don't know what I'm doing. And I just hated every minute of it. And uh, I didn't like some of the decisions. I didn't like a lot of the decisions we were making. I mean, we had a very strict no-wanker policy when I first set it up. And I've hired a few wankers in my time. But you kind of you can hunt them out and get rid. But when, you're not, when it's not owned mm -hmm. by you anymore, when mm -hmm. you're owned by VC, mm -hmm. also I'd made stupid error of bringing in a lot of people and giving them... <laughs> Equal equity, which was, mm. which was a huge criminal error. And I suddenly found that those guys didn't share any of the values I did. You know, we had no, no, no creative awards was the other thing that we did. Yes. No wankers. 
and do the right thing for our clients. Now, most of the people I was working with would do anything for money. And so it was kind of, I just suddenly found myself going from from two of us when we set it up, having the same value system, maybe not being that quite close as friends, but having the same value system, which is really important, suddenly finding myself outnumbered by three to one by a bunch of other people that really didn't and care. And is that what happened? Do these people turn on you? They were trying to fire. I mean, you know, these are people I, I employed. You employed. And they were trying to fire me from pretty much the minute the three of them got together, yeah. Because I mean, cause I'm, di- I'm just different. I would always say, don't chase the money, do the, you know. And they were like, well, we want to make money out of this, so you're, yep. you're, out, you're in the wrong, so let's try and get rid of you. And I remember thinking a couple of occasions when, I, when they tried to do me, and I was like, Jesus, I don't know, what do you do here? When, when people you've employed then try to fire you, my natural inclination is lash out and punch really hard. I just get really angry. I don't like that. I'm, no, I'm sorry, well, call me old-fashioned. I don't like funny employing Funny enough, people when then, you found a company and then yeah, you get kicked out You think out they'd have it, a little bit more respect Yeah, maybe, you. maybe. But hey. Hey, well... So that's when I walked out. And you, you walked out. Yeah. Um, well, I, I resigned to set up another business, but they put me on gardening leave for a year. What I'm noticing here is you have these strong values and it's the thread, really, that's running through everything that you do. And you sort of live and die by them. What advice would you give to start up small businesses who may be listening about how and why to create values? You know, your your experience, what, what, what would you say to them? Well, I mean, you know, values, I think, are the single most important thing for you as an individual. And then for you as somebody that can also play a role in society. But I think we're moving into a generation now where values will play an important role in everything that we do. The decisions that we make are absolutely driven by the values of the companies that you're buying stuff off or doing things with. There was a brilliant talk I saw online by a guy called John Doer who talked about the two sides of people, mercenary and missionary, and it talks about the differences. And and I remember working with Anita Roddick, and she wasn't driven by making money. She was driven about about discovering meaning and understanding the role that she plays as somebody who's very influential with a whole bunch of other people. So all the stuff that she did for the farmers and the people that supplied her. She had two ways of doing it. She could have shafted them absolutely like every, every other person does. Yep. But she decided to do the right thing. And I remember when I had a meeting with her, sitting in there and just thinking, bloody, it's, it's, it's really not that difficult. It's a very simple decision. You, you do it right or you do it wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you do it wrong, you've got to live with that. Now, most people, if, if, you've, got, if you've got no moral guidance, you can live with that, fine. Well, I'm a Catholic, so I've got this terrible guilt thing, which is if I do, it, if I do the wrong thing, then I'm going to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. Which is not nice. No, you know, I live in Haggerston. That's close enough, anyway. I don't want to burn in hell on top of that. And so you just think, well, fuck it. I'll, you know, I'll just do what I think is right. And then suddenly it becomes really clear because you lose mm-hmm. all the shackles. You just suddenly become very liberated. I don't have to think about business, Dave, or home, Dave. I just become Dave, and it's just, and I just do what I think is right at the time. So disclaimer, I love Dave. I didn't realise at the time how much, but it turns out a frigging great deal. I think the quality I love the most is this no BS attitude towards it all. It's refreshing in a world that can waste so much time on eggshells. For anyone in a hurry to build what they love and enjoy their best life, it's a quality I seek out. So when we chatted about the actual point, the point in growing a business and how it simply comes down to doing the right thing or the wrong thing, I jumped up in glee. So many times we get stuck in the details. We don't stand on the balcony and look down at our visions. We don't ask ourselves if we too have a no-wanker policy. I wish I had. 
Let me tell you why. We are so full of insecurity, man or woman, when we go for our dreams and that we're plagued with this overused term, the imposter syndrome. It means we search out others and experts, those in the know, to do what not only we can't do, but also probably what we can do. Because we're our own worst critics. We let people in who we have high expectations of and hopes for. Imagine having the perfect soup. We don't know exactly what should be the ingredients, but we know what's going to complement each other. And we know what we like. And we've often wondered why this soup doesn't already exist. We know this thanks to our unique experiences in life. But then someone says that the best soups that are selling are spicy. So we add an unknown chilli. Then we hear that spice can be too much for some. So we need to calm the punch. In comes the yoghurt. Uh, For a non-chef like me, I would have royally messed this up a long time ago, but you get the analogy I'm trying to make. Maybe I'm hungry and it is actually dark first thing in the morning. It's September um, as I record this and I do digress. But the point is, we just needed to have been confident in the soup that we had dreamt up and just left it alone. As you know, I believe wholeheartedly in this 360 of us coming to work. And that, as Dave said, that there's no longer this sort of work Dave and home Dave. There's just now one Dave. This is what I feel is the future of businesses you truly connect with, where you know that there's someone behind the brand. You know that this is more important than the skills in the building. It's the shared values of those you choose to work with. Do they love the soup you are creating just the way you want it? If it's just you, do you believe in the values more than anything that you're producing? Do you even know your values? Have you worked through how you plan to behave or how you want people to behave around your dreams? I also love Dave as he touches on the mercenary and missionary aspect of being a leader, bringing the wonderful Anita Roddick into the story where she led the way in doing the right thing. I spoke to Anya Heinmarsh a while ago where she's been called the nicest woman in business. Some might see these attributes as weaknesses when you should only be striving for profit. But I and Dave and I believe the future customer all see these qualities as the money can't buy brand halos that make companies so very successful. The values that shine like sunbeams out of a brand. These are the people I look up to that inspire me to be better. If someone ever said I was the second nicest woman in business and that I too had left the world, the business world, the founder world in a better place than I had found it, I'd have known my values had mattered. Do yours. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today and I hope you've enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Dave or any of our past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. Go on. If you've never done it before, it's super simple and it will help me so much. Thank you.